Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. This show is brought to you by a few great sponsors of mine. First of all, Panels Comics and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California. They have some of the hottest graphic novels and comics out right now. They also have an assortment of merchandise, toys, as well as back-issue vintage comic comics that uh, that I'm sure has a few hidden gems in there. Mention the Creative Brew and you'll get 10% off of your next purchase. You can also check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Panels Coffee or go to PanelsCoffee.com. Another sponsor of mine is Elevate Coffee Trading. And if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries like Guatemala and in areas in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading, or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and let's start extracting hope together. Another partner of mine is AstroPad. And if you're a, a digital creator like me and you're, you're always on the go and you, you, you um, have an iPad or graphics tablet, uh, AstroPad actually converts your iPad Pro or graphics tablet into another professional, uh, really professional graphics tablet. So all your favorite programs, um, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, um, all those full programs that you use on your desktop, you can connect right to your iPad Pro and work like you've got another uh, graphics tablet. So this has been an uh, awesome setup for me. Uh, it's been a great asset. It's an annual subscription, uh, but it is well worth it, especially if you're doing a, a lot of constant um, uh, design work or illustration work and you're always on the go. Uh, I use this tool all the time whenever I'm at a coffee shop working or just out of town. AstroPad is the way to go for me. So you can check them out at AstroPad.com or, go, uh, or check them out on social at uh, AstroPad uh, out. Another partner of mine is Infinite Balance Reiki. With mental health awareness on the rise, taking care of all facets of your body is critical for any creator. A few benefits of Reiki energy healing ranges from over overall well-being, pain management, releasing stress and tension, to encouraging mental clarity. From creators and entrepreneurs to athletes and even stay-at-home moms, I encourage you to try out Infinite Balance Reiki and let me know your results. For Creative Brew listeners, you can use promo code INFINITE21 for 10% off your next session. You can book your session at InfiniteBalanceReiki.com. And another partner of mine is Cobopod, uh, which is where I'm uh, usually recording a lot of my episodes. And uh, it's a boutique video and audio production studio that's here in Oceanside. Uh, if you're thinking about doing, uh, doing podcasting, blog, vlogging, uh, just creating content, uh, you may, maybe you're thinking about a show. Who knows? Cobopod has everything that you that you need to actually get it produced and, and out for, for people to see. Um, they have a uh, sound coach, photographer, uh, all on staff, um, 4K video, professional audio. Everything is clean. Uh, I get reviews all the time about how, how with the production value of the show and how good it looks. Um, I really feel like Cobopod has, has put the Creative Brew up to the next level. So if you're thinking about getting a podcast and you're thinking, you know, you're, you're sort of on the edge, hey, swing by, talk to some of the guys there. Uh, they'll be glad to help. 
if you're really serious about the about your podcast, then you're going to need a serious team behind you. And uh, Cobalpod is the way to go. So uh, you can book your session today at cobalpod.org. Welcome to another great episode of The Creative Brew, always giving out insights for our creative community. Uh, today, we've got some special guests. I've been trying to get him on for, for a while, you know, obviously scheduling, um, children, all that stuff is important. So, but to be able to have the privilege of, of bringing on a set and bringing on, uh, I'm going to say emissary Ramesses. No, nah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Ramesses. Um, having the, having the luxury and uh, you know being able to bring these two two individuals on uh i'm always one of those to where um you know i would i would say i'm a deep diver uh but being able to um share insights from from other people and, and gathering that uh and sort of figuring out ways how do i incorporate that into my into my life into my creative uh life uh into my personal and spiritual life um those are things i'm always thinking about um so i'm always the um, the daily experimenter, uh, always, always searching, always seeking. Um, but without further ado, I'm gonna let uh, Aset and Ramesses sort of share their story, what Free Thought Revolution is, and um, you know what what they're doing uh, for our planet right now. So um, without further ado, I'll let them I'll let them go. Well, if you're talking about what we do for. Planet right now it seems we are forming a, I think it was army yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so as far as the planet well the planet's got to have a lot of our, our little uh, our little babies running around on it but that's that's the first thing that we're doing to be honest with you yeah and um, I have the two week old right here in my lap so uh, if I disappear that's because she started crying and to free thought revolution um, an honest. <sighs> In honest, free thought revolution is a simple idea. It is to take away the centralization of ideas, to take away this grand concept that there's only one or two or three different ways or pathways for you to go. Mm-hmm. It's here's this one, here's this one, and here's this one, and you don't really get to change it. You don't get to give your ideas. You're told, no, 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 we have somebody that's done that. Yeah. But how are we supposed to evolve? How are we supposed to grow? If when we're going through these processes of, of trying to educate ourselves, we don't ever get to challenge what we're being told. Mm-hmm. And we know in life, everything changes, which means that the information we have, we might be able to find a better way to get at that information and to take that onto a more personal level, to take that onto a individual, a human level, to where instead of having groups like us, which we can easily identify as black men, and with the stuff that's been happening recently, that's just been more focused upon because we've been stuck inside our homes. We haven't been able to go out and venture into the world and enjoy the pleasantries and the privilege that we normally get. Mm-hmm. So we saw George Floyd plastered. We saw Breonna Taylor. Breonna, <clears throat> Breonna Taylor. We saw Jacob Blake. And having my army I can't sit by anymore and just have these conversations and just yell at folks and say, no, we matter, we matter. Yeah. Because it's going against the wall. And more importantly, if I just keep telling that black lives matter, then they're going to see, okay, well, that section matters. Well, what if my children end up being led, led, man, what if my children end up being a part of the LGBTQ plus community? Well, that's a whole separate, separate group. Mm-hmm. We're not fighting for them when we say black lives matter. 
we need to make sure we're fighting for them. Yeah. Well, what about our, our brown people? What about our yellow people? You know, when, when people want to classify them in those type of groups, it, it's very isolating. So the thought was, well, let's go talk to all these different individuals, all these different community members, all these different actual persons that are dealing with these real life issues and don't have the economic privilege to escape it. Mm -hmm. And let's stop having the same voices we see on TV telling us what each group is or telling us what they are. And let's give them a soapbox and a mic, a platform, and let's amplify their voice and let's let them tell it so that people get the opportunity to really listen and hear and instead of laying judgment or, or putting stigmas on it, they, you don't get that opportunity because now you have to invest. Yeah. Now you have to give an opportunity for their words and their story and their feet and what they've lived to actually impress upon you real life. So instead of us being the conduits that sit here and tell you everything, it's more of us reaching out to people who have those life and who have those experiences and trying to get a collective of everybody being able to say, humanize us because we're all individual subsets fighting for human rights. Mm -hmm. And until we come to a group and a collective and say that together, well, we're all sticks in a bundle fighting against this huge system. Yeah. So it was an idea to use art, paint, um, which poetry, <laughs> spoken word. You still got to get your raps on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, different art forms. <laughs> and making sure that it's a message because no matter what whenever you look at anything whether it's on the tv whether it's on the radio it's always catered it's always produced mm -hmm. if you're watching this it's produced yeah but instead of producing it to give people this wonder and this magic i wanted to make sure that we produce something that was real that was authentic and whether it made you cry whether it made you laugh whether it made you angry or whether it just puts you at peace. We wanted people to go through real authentic emotions, listening to real authentic stuff, and challenging them to think. Because at worst, you can start a conversation. And if you're starting a conversation, then you're reaching out to somebody who might have something else to say different than you. Mm -hmm. Which then means you're learning. And that's what life is, right? Yeah. If we're not learning, we're not living. So it's a lot of jumbled stuff we can give this philosophical <laughs> thing, but it, it's honestly just trying to build a community where everybody gets to say we're human. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, that, that's a, a, a beautiful statement. I mean, that's, I think that's one of, one of those where we're still trying to figure out, you know, heck, we're, I think we're still trying to figure out what makes us human. But um, yeah, I, I think I, I really agree with you, man, until we, until I can say, or even anybody else can say, hey, look, you know, like you matter. It, it doesn't matter. Yes, you're, you're African-American or you're, you're Asian or, you know, brown, you know, gay, lesbian. And that doesn't matter. Until I can see you as, you know, I, I respect and love you for who you are, um, we, we've got a lot to, got a lot to learn. Um, and it's, I think I've always, I've always sort of noticed that, you know, it's, it's, uh, I know we can, we can, say a lot of those things and say, hey, you know, like you matter. But until I think for a lot of people, until it actually hits them personally or they, they get to where they experience that, um, I think that's when change happens. Um, you know, I, I've, I've seen, honestly, I mean, I've seen people that was, you know, racing, you know, I'm from the South, uh, you know, something happened. They have 
mixed babies mm-hmm. and all they see is love um until we get that from a general census i, I think there's always still a lot of work to do and i think that with people like like what you free thought revolution and what you're uh, you know what you're trying to put out um in society and and trying to um ask the hard questions um you know sometimes it you know we can feel like we're living and we're we're, we're living in a almost like a comfort uh a real comfortable uh zone um it's, it's very easy to sort of sit on the couch i mean the couch feels good do you need to sit on it every day no you don't <laughs> um so being able to sort of ask those hard questions um you know i've found myself uh even going back to the south i mean obviously different culture uh than, than out here and uh you know being able to uh now i'm like certain things that I wouldn't question, like now I'm questioning all the time, you know? Um, and I, I think personally for me, that's, that's allowed me to, to, to grow even more. Um, and even the, you know, deep dive, you know, I'm working on my graphic novel and, uh, you know, the, the more that I research various cultures and various tribes and, and things like that, the more I keep questioning, like, you know, just like, who am I actually? Uh, and, and I think that's the beautiful thing because I'm always gonna keep asking those questions. Um, and I think you get the the, the more uh, more profound answers when you keep answering those questions. If you keep saying, "Hey, I told you so," or like this is this is it because we said so, um, when you get that wall up, I mean, there's no there's, like, like you said, there's no there's no growth. Um, and uh, like I said, I'm glad you're you're able to be bold enough and uh, to to have that platform to actually to offer that to people to be able to express their um you know express what they what they believe or what they feel and and you know and being able to do it with no um you know with with no kind of reper- not not necessarily repercussion but not feeling judged like mm-hmm. i this is who i am take it for what what you want and then that you know opens up you know questions uh from there and, and being able to um you know create that conversation so, um, so it, so what, what free thought, so that was, so was that how free thought revolution started? Uh, f- I mean, for you, like I said, I didn't know if you could sort of, uh, you know, explain that a little bit more, like how, like the, the, the actual, like when you, I mean, I know you probably already had the ideal sport, but like, what was like that, that moment to where like, okay, we're going to make this a actual, you know, we're bringing this into reality. This is this is what we're about and putting it out there. What was, what was like that little crux point to where you made that decision? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we're both very creative people and I do visual art and he likes to write stories. He likes to make music. Well, he's just starting to get into music and then he starts conversations with people everywhere we go and gets really deep, (laughs) you know, into things. um, He was kind of, like trying to do everything I'm like pick one thing like I think that you'd be really good at podcasting you have a lot to say yeah. he's a philosopher so he has so many ideas on every topic <laughs> I don't know what no, that's, that's right <laughs> um, and it came down to what can we do when you're faced with an issue and you're faced with a problem most people go well these are my options, one or two. Matter of fact, well, recently was listening to Ali um, describe the conundrum that he was in when he was uh, resigning to fight for uh, Vietnam. 
and they were saying he has one or two choices, or he was saying that they're telling him he has one or two choices. I can either go fight, or essentially I'm a coward for not fighting. And he was saying, no, there's a third option, justice. And finding an option that allows the world, because we don't want this to just be Southern California or Oceanside, we, we want this to be the world. So something that would allow the world to join, to be a community, and to be able to take part. And one of the things that she said I, I do all the time is I start conversations, and it's one of the easiest ways to learn about people, about cultures. Ask somebody, hey, how are you doing? There's no telling where that conversation can go. Yeah. And you're investing in somebody else at the same time. How are you doing? Four simple words, and you've opened up a whole caveat of places that you can go adventure. You might end up over there eating dinner and just have a whole nother world of stuff. Yeah. And it's just about trying to take a moment to set aside our fears, which are very real, and, and, and they're based on real things. Because life is survival. Regardless of what anybody wants to say, life is survival. And, and every negative experience is one that we tally up to. Don't want that to happen again. Yeah. Whether it's emotional or, or it's actually physical, a negative response is a negative response. We don't want it. So unless we start opening up and showing, hey, not every one of those experiences was bad. Maybe it was just a learning experience, which we have those all the time. I fall on my skateboard and bust up my whole damn body. <laughs> I ain't stopped skating. Yeah. Learning experience. Don't step off the board while it's going really fast. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for real. Like, yeah. It's certain stuff where, where you don't go and say all the time in life, all right, I'm done with that. How many times have we fallen off bikes? Yeah. How many times have we crashed a car? How many times have we gone to a concert and stepped in a puddle on the way there and messed up our whole outfit? We don't take that simple instance and say, all right, write everything off. So it's about taking life as it is and really understanding that instead of using this black and white scale to try to define everything, just use this gradient that's dynamic and find individuals that help fit and raise and evolve your life. Mm -hmm. Because there are friends we have that we meet that last forever. Yeah. But how many friends do we have in our life that we lose? And how much did we learn from them in that process? And most of it was probably just by a conversation. Yeah. So in truth, we're starting a revolution by opening doors, by saying, hello, how are you doing? And creating a safe space for that conversation to evolve. That's it. That's awesome. That's and, awesome. It, and it came from that desire to make sure that the action that we start upon is something that will benefit our kids, mm -hmm. that is done in, <clears throat> I'm very principled. I'm not religious, I'm very spiritual, but I'm principled. And my, one of my principles is, you should pretty much be doing everything in, an, in a manner that can benefit somebody else still. We're always gonna do things for ourselves. Yeah. But if what you do benefits others in the steps you take, then you're really doing something. And that energy will carry, it'll transfer. Yeah. So it's that trying to create a step and action that everyone can take. And that will create a sort of harmony, whether it's small scale or not. If you humanize someone, that's, that makes their world. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the ripple effect. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I think you, you nailed it. I mean, that's something I, I talk about. Uh, I talk to 
to my my wrestling class, uh, my adult class every every Wednesday night, and we we sometimes we dig well. What I have to do is I have to wrap it around in the story mm-hmm. for them to make sense. But yeah, we I one of the things I tell them is like, look, this is this isn't just for you. Like if I give you this knowledge, you don't hoard it. You need to give it out and you circulate it and share it to someone else um, because it's doing you no good. Um, so yeah, that yeah, it's one of those where um, yeah, once once someone has that ripple effect and they, you know, they start to change their paradigm uh, as far as like, hey, you know what, I do matter. Um, that that I believe that energy circulates, it ripples out, and people get connected um, to, and they feel it, and they they get connected, and, and you know, it turns into one big, you know, huge ecosystem. Um, I think it it takes people like 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 you and a set to to be able to um, almost um, I would say raise the consciousness uh, a little bit um, as far as you know just for I, I think for the people that you you connect with uh, and gen- and just other people in general that that hadn't that may not know about free thought revolution but m- maybe in the next I would say couple of months or, or even the next couple of weeks uh, even hearing this maybe someone's like hey I get honest I understand what they're saying. How can I get in touch with them? And you know, just even recording this and then spreading that out uh, is a ripple effect unto it unto itself. Um, and the, that's that's always a beautiful thing. Um, you know, it's it's always. I think you get some people that um, you know they're they're wanting to, to fight, um, you know, fight against the government, or they're wanting to change certain things. But um, you know, how much are they willing to um, to go out and you know get people's insights and and you know because sometimes your you know your vision it's not yours alone you know you've got to be able to share those thoughts and be able to bring on bring in other thoughts or other people that that can compliment you that can that can say hey look i i love what you're doing can i you know add this insight and then make it larger um you know i i think that's the always a beautiful thing especially when you're you're figuring out ways of of you know asking the right questions and then being able to, um, you know, help raise and evolve, not only us, but, you know, obviously the, the, the children uh, that's coming in this world because uh, they're, they're coming into something uh, a little wild and wacky right now. And um, it always amazes me with children anyway, just because uh, a lot of them are, <laughs> are always um, working on, on genius level anyway. Um, and it's sometimes we get, you know, initiated into – thinking that we're less than that. Uh, and then we have to figure out ways of remembering who we actually are. Uh, and sometimes it takes longer than others for, for other people. Um, but these children come in knowing everything, um, you know, just love. They don't see any kind of division. Um, some of the simplest things they do are the most profound things. Um, and like I said, then something comes along the line and it's like, hey, you're supposed to be doing this or you're supposed to be doing that. Uh, I find myself questioning that. Now, every time I, I see, my, you know, my little grandkids or I see my little nieces and nephews, um, I talk to them like they're like, I, I know you understand me. Um, but, you know, being able to nurture that and, and being able for them to be comfortable in their own skin and know, hey, look, you know, I've been in an environment to where I know who I am and being able to nurture those talents and gifts. You know, that, that's something that, you know, it, I, I'm always really particular uh, about the kids and you know being able you now for me I sort of revere like I pay them respect because um, I know they're 
they're working on a on a level that you know uh, that's unbelievable. And you know, we just sometimes you know things can sort of knock them down when they get a little bit older, and then you know we get to a point to where you know we start questioning everything. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's a uh, I I think for for the the things that you're doing right now, I, I think you could really um, sort of change the the paradigm. Uh, of not only um, not only this area, but obviously, you know, we're, we're thinking, you know, the, the whole world. Um, and so, um, yeah, I said we can talk about that for another hour. But um, <laughs> maybe on another episode, we'll see. It'll be a part two. Um, no, only got a little bit of time for me, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, so right now i mean we're we're going through what i mean as far as what free thought revolution i, I know we, we we talked a little bit about it how what's the sort of the main vehicle right now as far as how you're distributing content i mean i didn't know you, you had a website um i think you were working on a like a newsletter or um i didn't know if that was in the works i know i know with <laughs> you tend to be one of those where you got five five thousand different <laughs> projects going i know uh, you're just like me i i've got so many things and then um but i didn't know what the main vehicle was to put out that information the main thing is the podcast okay, which we okay. have on on our website um freethoughtrevolution.com but it's on spotify pandora yeah. you know all the main podcasting apps um and then he is doing a tribune <laughs> what is it chronicles of a revolution yeah. a free thought a free thought tribune is that right yeah um <laughs> on the website <laughs> So, to to her point, I'm always doing a million different things, and I don't. It, the irony in the podcast is I don't really like talking. I hate it. I enjoy conversations, yeah. but I don't want to just sit here and just talk and talk and talk. I like writing. Yeah. So, I wanted to find a way to truly be able to capture what's happening and, and not for us to be able to go, hey, we're doing this, but for people to be able to see from a different perspective, because not everybody wants to sit and listen for an hour or so. Some people like reading. So I'm actually registered as a journalist with the National Association of Black Journalists. And what we've been doing recently is going out and starting to communicate with different organizations in the community that are doing things that are uplifting. Um, Oceanside Homeless Resource, is that? <laughs> well, Oceanside Homeless Resource is one. Uh, Emmy Palm is another. The Back Fence Society is another organization. Um, I'm also working on an article talking about Artist Awakening because it's very important that people recognize and understand the significance of art. And also that art isn't just paintings, like some of these beautiful ones that are up in here, but arts in words, arts in skating, arts in dance, it's in music and the incorporation of all these different things into a message to help get people just to see is great. Mm -hmm. But I like to write. <laughs> like just, I, I, I like to write and, and I get lost sometimes trying to create all these things for everybody else. So I wanted to create something that was closer to my heart. So yeah. it's uh, Free Thought Tribune, uh, Chronicles of a Revolution. Um, and yeah, it's it's in the works, but having four kids in the house, <laughs> um, five on my mind all the time, doing the podcast, working the music, um, trying to find time to still 
make sure my wife is given the proper appreciation she deserves yeah. and so it, it's there but it's um you know we're reorganizing just because we got the new one recently but <laughs> it, it, it's fun it really is because it's it's another way to capture what people are uh, are saying because not everybody wants to sit on the mic mm-hmm. not everybody feels comfortable with that sometimes they'd rather sit behind and tell you a story and want you to go capture it later so yeah there's that and um working with uh Erky, uh to do an album um we also have isaiah briggs who's helping with that we have uh erasmus helping out um even michaela's trying to do something on there so uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff. She's <laughs> she's in the garage painting these huge pa- paintings uh, uh, of our children and I uh, her one culture. <laughs> one oh. painting that I've started and been working on. How long has it been now? What about Over the other? Month. There's no time with the kids. Oh, there ain't no other big <laughs> one sitting above our desk. That doesn't count. Oh, it don't no, count. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he thinks I'm his personal like a la carte artist that he can just order things from hey make me this design for a shirt make me this painting for a logo and i'm like pause on that thought real quick (laughs) because my wife does that (laughs) (laughs) and actually a lot of my family members do that i was like wait a minute i was like i've got other like you can't just Hey, can you do a shirt design for me? Can you do a logo design? Uh, but, like, no, I'm just gonna but it's all for this, though. So it's yeah, not like I'm saying, hey, this is for me. That's for this. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because to your point, on like like how, how Free Thought started, here's here's the woke up one day and was like, I got an idea. She goes, what do you mean? I, I, I slept on it. I had, I had this dream. So I woke up at like 4 in the morning. I'm sitting there trying to draw this thing out. I can't draw for the life of me. I think I woke you up at like 6. Like, hey, babe, I, I don't babe, remember. I need you to draw something. She's like, I, I don't want, I'm sleeping. No, but it's important. That's that's how it started because yeah. I was like, no, we got to do it already now. Let's go. So we just bought the most minimal stuff we could. Like we bought a little Tascam recorder yeah. and and bought a subscription to some other days. But it was, nah, let's start it. We need to, and we will learn in the process. And that's the other thing. So for folks that are listening, we started June eighth in twenty twenty. So we're still really young yeah. and, and we're still growing and, and really finding our footing. And it's just really, uh, it's more about trying to find people who can come on and really show the vulnerability. Because that's the thing that is, is most revealing to people. Um, we did and and it's one of the episodes that seems to really strike a chord um the most is we did an episode on abuse Mm -hmm. and so to be vulnerable i have to admit that i'm a survivor myself yeah not just of domestic violence but also of uh, abuse as a child yeah and people wonder well how can you do that yeah it's very simple how many times or how many different situations do we sit in ourselves where we go, you know, I wish somebody would stand up and say this happened to them because it would get somebody to see it and yeah. it might change the narrative. So in reality, when, when talking about the podcast and, and its creation, it was how vulnerable can we be and still make sure that we're keeping ourselves and our certain private stuff to yeah. us, yeah. but still make a, a change, you know, adding all that stuff into it. And that's the journey that we're going through yeah. and, and learning. So, yeah, it, <laughs> it, 
it's and and that's the thing too is is the balance of discussing these hard things and not making them so downtrodden so <laughs> so ugh. yeah but making sure that yeah, yeah i hear you i got this and then we did one on uh <laughs> psychedelics and the therapeutic use and <laughs> you know so it's the just around the board these different topics that where most people will go oh, that's not really you're not really doing anything for social justice you're not really creating change don't we are but social justice doesn't look one specific way yeah if you look at somebody who is a victim of these separate crimes and only you see a victim then nothing has changed yeah because they're not a victim somebody victimized them just like the uh we weren't slaves we were enslaved yeah so trying to create a different vocabulary is very important as well mm -hmm. and one of the things that we discuss a lot in, in the therapeutic use is, is drugs aren't the problem because there's no bad drug. They take these drugs and they put them in pills and they hand them to folks. Yeah. They make you pay for them. It's the relationship with them. Yeah. And it's getting folks to understand that while we say drugs or while we say blue lives matter or while we say just whatever subject it is, we talked about fat phobia recently. It's talking about it, but just getting to what it really is. Now I was just gonna say it hasn't been po hasn't been posted yet, so <laughs> not yet. <laughs> we did the interview, but yeah. it hasn't yeah, posted. Yeah. People go look for it, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I listened to to your last one with uh, even with Kareem, and uh, I, I I've gotten to know uh, Kareem, and for for anyone that's listening, uh, Kareem is actually I would call him Oceanside's premier food blogger. Um, he goes around and, and helps support a lot of uh, the, the small uh, small businesses, restaurants, local restaurants. Uh, and, and events, and he goes out and supports them. So, quick shout out to uh, to Kareem. That's that's my boy. Eating Oceanside. Oceanside. Yep. Oceanside. Oceanside. <laughs> but uh, that that was I listened to that one. That was a great. Uh, and I listened to the whole one hour. Uh, that and that was a great episode. Uh, wow, really. wow. You said that like that was a long, long <laughs> ass time. You it, said I listened to the whole. It is. I mean, hour. Wait, damn, I, yeah, you are a busy cat. <laughs> well, I was I was doing my work, but at the same time, I was I was listening. I was sitting down. I was like, man, that's. I mean, because. You know, you really don't, a lot of times, it's obviously social media, you know, you get connected, but like you really don't know a person mm -hmm. uh, until you start to hear their story. Um, and then you can relate to them a little bit better. And, um, and that's that's the whole key. Yeah. Is something that I really, really touched upon that really brought it home to me was my brother-in-law. Mm -hmm. He is a decade younger at minimum, skateboarder, like doesn't really want to do this, that, whatever. And I vibe with that because I'm like, shit, I don't really want to do none of this stuff either. I just want to go skate and play around. Like, like, who wants to really work? Yeah. But in looking at us, there's a very, very just stark contrast. Man, we have so many different conversations where there are more similarities than there are dissimilarities. Yeah. And I truly believe one of the best, best gifts that we were cursed with was vision. Because if we couldn't see and differentiate people by their skin tone or by their sex, by these different things, we wouldn't have these we wouldn't have these classifications. Oh no! And it would allow for people to better be able to embrace one another. Yeah. Now, mind you, we're stupid, so we'd probably find a way to do it just using our ears or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but 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 the, the general consensus is, if if we really stop using our senses to create these borders mm -hmm. or these walls to try to put people into these positions before we even sit and learn their name yeah then we might be able to get just a whole lot further ourselves because there's not 
a single thing in my life that I have successfully accomplished by myself. Yeah. So if I can't do any real thing successfully by myself besides breathing and wipe my ass and, you know, I should probably start ingratiating myself to others and people who have lived different experiences because they have so much more that they can add to. Yeah. So, yeah. Real life, just revolution. I, I hear that. <laughs> I said, you got anything to add to that? <laughs> Come on. I mean, I, we know I'm the mouth. Like, we got that. And I really wish that we could have some painting up here or something or just have her start doodling because it really shows she. No. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to, to talk about how um, since the first episode, I was just supposed to be the temporary co host. <laughs> and I'm still on it because we can't get anyone. Want <laughs> to join you? That's consistent, but yeah, I don't like to talk. And being on the podcast is, uh, I guess, a challenge for me. You yeah. know, it's a, a fear that I'm trying to get over. Is you know, public speaking or even yeah. just talking to a person one on one. Sometimes I have trouble with. Oh yeah, I know <laughs> for the creative types, I, I'm I'm bad about that. I, like the literally the podcast helped me to to be able to be like this is my way of like bringing in people into my world and, and networking. Like I am horrible at like if I had to go out and like introduce myself that wouldn't that wouldn't work um now with the podcast I've I found myself like being more uh extroverted and like hey how you doing my name is Quantel you know such such but used to like being especially as a creative type like if I had to explain my work or or show my work I'm like no I couldn't do it couldn't do it that's I mean that's why most people I think get creative and into art is because they don't you know they don't like to talk so yeah. then th they just you know that's how we express ourselves yeah. just visually yeah so what happened to me what i might know art i hate talking you say you hate <laughs> talking but she yap all day long <laughs> um yeah i think i see I, I think he'd be one of those like you know it it's like are you still talking it's like it's five in the morning like what <laughs> go to sleep <laughs> You know what? I don't know if we can be friends no more. I don't, I don't, I don't, this this whole thing did not go the way I wanted it to. I was no. supposed to be called king and stuff the whole time. This is, I'm not appreciating the way this is going. Um, to be honest with you, one of the things that I I hope people find in in most in in creation, yeah. Since we're kind of talking art creating, is that you create every day. I I I really want to stress that because. I've heard from folks, and I, I believe this for the longest, and this podcast and, and a lot of what we're doing now is really helping me find my my real voice. Like, I'm getting there. Yeah. But my real, all right, I got it, is when you wake up in the morning and you go put on them clothes, that's your first creation. Like, you, you're creating something for yourself to go out into the world and show who the, the world who you are. Yep. You know, when you go to sit down to eat something, you're creating that next part. Like everything that we do is a creation. Yeah. And and if if we're grading the beauty of of creation and and just how magnificent all these artistic pieces and and wonderful things are, we're living on a boring blue globe. <laughs> it's boring. It's just round. It just spins and circles a little star. Like it it gets hot. It gets cold. Like, it, it's not really that beautiful, right? It's just perspective. Yeah. 
you know, because that not really beautiful thing is allowing us to still sustain and have that life. Yeah. And that's the other thing is don't get caught up in the perception of what beautiful art is. Don't get caught up in the perception that you can't create something magnificent because in reality, and this is this is the unfortunate part, is even if you are the most magnificent artist ever, it's probably going to take about four or five hundred years for the rest of the world to catch up. Yeah. And you can take that from the Turtle Ninja Brothers. They, you know, they know that shit. Leonardo, all them <laughs> greatest painters ever. But nobody really gave them the true respect until many, many years later. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I think I think if you can live with that and know that um, you're you're building something, uh, even the, even some of the things that I'm, I'm creating, um, it may not even get the, the the validation until I'm gone, passed from this world. Um, but I'm still gonna create it anyway. I mean, I, I think God, universe wouldn't wouldn't have given certain certain things to me, and as well as with with you and a set and and some of the other a lot of the other creators that I know it wouldn't wouldn't be able to give them those those talents um, if it wasn't for for something. Um, and you know, I think sometimes it's it's and I've seen it before where um, I've had a lot of I've known a lot of talented people and they had to give it up because. You know, it could be something where, you know, parents say, you know, get something stable or, you know, how are you going to make a living doing art or, you know, any and all that stuff. I've heard it before. I've heard it, you know, personally from me. And, and it's one of those to where I've been um, really blessed to be stubborn enough to um, keep going. And, uh, you know, I, I find myself now and what you talked about, I, I find myself now uh, through the podcast and do everything else I'm creating is finally finding a, a a voice and being and being confident with it and and waking up every morning like hey this is this is how I'm showing up today uh, and not really caring you know what anybody else thinks um, this is what I need to be you know for you know for my family for society for um, whoever is in my um, you know in my general vicinity um, I've got to show up and and to your comment you can't make a living doing that yeah, maybe not. Maybe not the living you're thinking, but yeah, I'm yeah. living. I'm, I'm actually out living. And a lot of folks can't really say that. They'll, they'll, they'll talk about the things they own, the things they have, and, and <laughs> yeah, all the wonderful <laughs> things that they can go do. But I will tell you about the friends that I have, about the family that I have, about the wonderful connections that we've made, yeah. the stories we've created. And to me, that is going to last much longer than whatever nice, fancy thing that you have. And more importantly, here's something that, and it's kind of what we try to stress to our children, those can't be stolen. Yeah. Nobody can steal those memories, those cherished stories from you. Yeah. That car, whether it, it lasts as long as it's supposed to or not, that can get stolen. And, and what you get replaced isn't the same thing. Yeah. So the value system is... Uh, not in the market for artists yeah. but the life system definitely is yeah yeah i, I think uh yeah i think it's going to take some uh in, enlightened uh individuals such as such as you and well, i knew you were going to say that why you put me on a pedestal i ain't that smart well <laughs> you you could create create a platform create create something that's gonna uh help help out all these uh amazing creators and give them the, the validation and authenticity that they that they need because 
I think a lot, I think a lot of people tend to devalue art, mm. and they uh, they don't really. And after, especially seeing even with uh, my my buddy Dave in there, who the you know the, the, the sound guy does all these amazing paintings. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, I had the privilege of going into a studio and checking out like all of his a lot of his artwork and his process. Uh, I enjoy the process more than the like the actual finished piece. And like once you understand that, the value on that on that painting goes goes up. Um, and I think people need to understand that. Like, you can't just, you know, people are like, oh, well, I'll pay five bucks for this for this, you know, piece of artwork. No, you don't understand the the years it took to create uh, the story and the the passion behind that. That value has to go up. And I think until uh, I, I think a, from a general consensus, like they need we need to start uh, valuing that a little bit more. Um, I think people's appreciation. Yeah. And ability to appreciate has somewhat been stricken from them because as a youth watching cartoons, we're sold on millions of nonsense toys. Yeah. And just growing up and seeing that all the time, just all these ridiculous <laughs> things. Yeah. Right. And then now we have this big ass business that their whole purpose is to take everybody else's stuff and sell it to you as quick as possible. And if you're just buying all this stuff because it's cheap, because it can get to you as fast as possible, then you're not really appreciating it. Yeah. And, and, and it's something that we know is true. The more you spend on something, the more you appreciate it. And I think if people stop spending these little tokens on these little bullshit that come in the mail because it's just easy to access <laughs> and started going, okay, first, do I even need this? Yeah. Probably not. Do I really want this? Will yeah. this do something for me? Okay, yes. Do I want this $15 one just because it's easier to get here? Or do I want this one that was made by this local artist? Or do I want this one that's in this local shop? Yeah. Because we continue to talk about how bad we need to help support and how the economy is doing this to us and this to that. Okay. Take actual action. Yeah. Make sure that you take your money and you invest it in a place that matters. Because you cannot. You cannot ask somebody to invest in you or spend time thinking about investing in you if you're not even willing to take the time to invest in somebody else. They're yeah. there in your face saying, here, I've done this, and I've done this because this is what I love, and I just need you to appreciate it. Yeah. And you're like, nah, that's too much money. And what's money? Let's actually think about that. What is money? It's faux paper that somebody has told you is worth something. Yeah. You could burn a $100 bill right now, and to be honest with you, you've actually gained less weight, less resistance, less friction in your life. <laughs> so it, it, you want to talk value, then let's talk real value. Yeah. So until we start getting into a point where we appreciate the steps and the moves in life, we appreciate the small things, the, the actual time it takes, mm -hmm. we're not going to get there. Yeah. So look, I'm done. <laughs> it, 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 that one really frustrates me because oh, yeah. I, seeing the the hard work that look Stephen uh, Jackson was there last yep, night, right? Yeah, he has a piece that he said he's not ready to get rid of. I told him he need he'd let me know when he's ready to get rid of it because it moved me yeah. and I started crying because it really moves me that much looking at that piece. Yeah, and that's just because I have a relation with that piece. Yeah. Like, I've seen some other pieces that he did. I've seen some other pieces that other folks did, and it moved me. But I ain't crying. Yeah. But it moved me. And it's taking the time to really sit and appreciate 
and see what it does to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think that art appreciation, that's, that's something that, um, definitely needs to, uh, needs to happen. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's especially from, and that could be another episode because you've got to, especially around here, you're almost separating from the higher sort of status type art compared to like more festival, um, which is a whole different demographic. Um, but it's still art. And I'll go in there all the time and I'll, I'll, I'll buy something. I'll buy probably one or two things every time. Um, and it's, it's not the, it's not like yeah, I actually want this or I need it. It's the appreciation that you put the work and the time in to be able to create this. Um, a lot of times I'll get it and I'm pretty much repackaging and sending it to one of my family members or somebody else. Cause I mean, that's something that, you know, they put the time and effort in, uh, and, to create something like and that. And that right there is, is a very key part though. Yeah. Is I don't want to keep this to myself. Yeah. This, this is so nice. I need to share it. And that's, that's how, yeah, that's how the communities that you're trying to reach that we're trying to reach are going to grow people going, you know, yeah, I appreciate this. I, I, I need other folks to see this. I need other folks to hear this. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. Like we just talked about it. it how many different names do we talk about during this thing? <laughs> and, and this is supposed to be just us. And, and the whole point of it is, again, it's, it's we want folks to go and see these other folks. Like Jesse Owens, I'll drop his yeah. name. Because truth is, I told him, I haven't found the piece yet. He has too many pieces that take me back to oh, my childhood. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. Like yeah. When you look at his art, if you're really a kid, oh, I remember this, I remember this. So it's, okay, I got to find the one that really is, that takes me to this one specific place where I, but I mean, all of his stuff. Yeah, it's just so wonderful, and yeah. and it's just look. Yeah, on a, on a side note, for anyone listening, uh, Jesse Owens, Stephen Jackson, uh, these are local artists here in Oceanside, California. Um, but if you're interested in purchasing any of their artwork, I, I believe they got websites or, or access to be able to um, ship these out. They've got some great great artwork, and the thing is, like everybody has their own vision and style. So uh, I am at the belief uh, it's almost like the the uh, the movie theory to where, you know, there's 10,000 movies, including on demand, B movies, all kinds of stuff. Someone's got to watch it. So don't ever feel like, you know, you've got a, you know, a piece of artwork and you're like, oh, no one's going to like this. Someone will like that. You will find your audience. Not not just someone. You'll find a yeah. many number of people. Yes. And, and that's something I think a lot of creators need to recognize as well is you're not alone. Yeah. There are others that are doing thinking wanting to create kind of in the same pathway as you yeah somebody's just got to be that first cat to go all right let me put this out there you know and one of the things that i hope really happens with what we see a lot is the new wave of art and the new wave of, of people taking control is we no longer allow the larger corporations to take our stuff yeah we no longer allow other folks to din to to deny us the right to value our own property yeah. to say, no, this is what we value it at. And then go and make this big backdoor deal where they're taking 80% and still giving us a little chunk change. And we're still back at home scrubbing the floor with our dirty drawers, hoping that we got a meal coming. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. You I'm know, <laughs> it, it, it's this whole dynamic that I see a lot of artists saying, no, I'll, I'll forgo the comfort, the safety, the security, and, and these foretold riches you're going to give me so that I can own what I'm creating and that people can see me as the producer of this. Yeah. 
so I, I really am proud to see artists doing that and I'm proud to see them taking it straight to the streets and saying, no, nah, this, this is ours. You can't take our stuff anymore. Yeah. Yep. Um, so circling back around, I mean, like I said, we, we've already been mentioning <laughs> like all kinds of names. And a lot of these people are local. Um, coming back around to the, uh, to the charity event, um, what was, what's, the, what's the charity event about and who, who does that um, benefit? So you want to go ahead and start? I love hearing your voice, and I know you don't like talking too much, but... <laughs> yeah, you, you, you might as well get used I to it. I can't even think of the name right now because I'm so nervous. <laughs> I, I, I feel you on the nerves. This, this is practice right here. You might as well get used to it. Um, I'm not talking on the, ca- <laughs> the live event. I'm just doing the sound. <laughs> it's uh, called Upholding Community Empowerment. Okay. It is on October 9th. Um, for those that are in the Oceanside, North County area, it's going to be at the Hill Street Country Club. And it's to benefit the Oceanside Homeless Resource and Emily Palmer. Um, 100% of the charity goes to them. This goes to kind of what we were saying about the artists creating and owning their own stuff. Mm-hmm. It's changing the, the narrative of what it means to be a humanitarian or what it means to do charity. Yeah. And from the podcast, we're just trying to change what it means to be human. You know, let, let's let's stop with all these labels and just everybody humanize us. The next step is to actually go out and really do something and get folks together. Because if you don't empower the community, if you don't give them the connection to the resources that they need, then you're still not really helping. You're still just talking to a wall. Mm-hmm. So there's a very large issue that has been amplified because of COVID, and it's unfor- it's people who don't have the privilege to be in a home, which is a human right. Yeah. And we have two groups, two charity, oh, a charity and a mutual aid that are specifically working out hands with those individuals, with those humans, and treating them like humans. Yeah. Interacting with them like humans. Feeding them, getting to know them, yeah. telling their stories, have, giving them a place to live. Yeah. Um, giving them clothing. And showers is they work with the humanity showers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as grand a, a thing as you say that we're doing, we're really just sitting down and talking and trying to get people to open their eyes. They're out in the streets doing it, and we feel it's our obligation to ensure that people know, hear, see what they're doing. It's, to the charity as a whole, the charity is trying to make people realize that in order for you to give back, in order for you to be a part of change, in order for you to be a humanitarian, you don't need a, a big red carpet. You don't need a <laughs> gown. You don't need these elegant displays of food because most of that money doesn't actually go to the charity. No, it doesn't. So we wanted to go, look, here's some local artists who are talented. So they're going to use their talent to try to uplift the community. They're going to sing while you're able to look around at some art that's up on the walls and bid on it. Then we're gonna have somebody come up and share some words and poetry. And after that, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna have a discussion. And we're gonna discuss how we can uphold the community as a whole. And the first thing that I I really would like to share as how you can start taking that action is to actually take a step most folks are on social media all the time. You sit there on the phone all the time on social media and you wipe many different ways. Why don't you go ahead and swipe and share? Yeah. 
Take that extra 30 seconds because one of the biggest things that we do is we share all of this just nonsense, this incessant bullshit. Look, this cat got knocked out. Oh, look, this girl's doing this craziness. Oh, look, this campaign person's doing this. You know, if we start filling all these feeds with positivity, or at least with stuff that is trying to raise our minds, yeah. trying to evolve us as a community, then that stuff gets wiped away. And once we start taking that first action, that first step, that's already empowering. Because one of the worst things we can do is carry around dead weight and dead stress. Mm -hmm. And when we go and entangle ourselves with that stuff, that's what that is. So start finding stuff that's positive to share. Start sharing stuff that is going to uplift not just you, your friends, your family, but things that also you find endearing that you would share with your kids. Yeah. Do that stuff. Share that. That's the first step. And that, that's one of the biggest things that we as a community fail to do because we are, have our heads down, busy swiping. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about who the guests are. Yes, we have the <laughs> privilege to sit with Ramel J. Wallace, um, Dr. Lawana Friali Richmond, and Lance Groth um, of BAM, the, Sandy, the SD Mornings. Um, Dr. Friali is of the Afrofuturism Lounge, and she just hosted um, AfroCon convention. Okay. Which you were supposed to come join yeah, us. Yeah, I, you know I wish saying? I would have made that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there next year. No, we will. We'll be good. Um, we, uh, who was it? B um, Bad Cat Press was there, and we Black got to Black, Black Cat, Cat yeah, Press. JD yeah, and all, yeah. yeah, JD and JD and uh, Ish, um, and then Lance Growth is uh, Growth Ten Thirty One, and it's it's we're we're privileged, honestly, because being able to sit with them, with the knowledge that they carry with the avenues that they've been able to, to get to, they can help share a lot of knowledge and wisdom with us. Mm -hmm. And not just us, but us as community members. And the biggest thing, the, the thing that really we hope really sits is we're gonna discuss a problem. We're gonna discuss how it affects everybody. We're gonna discuss the solutions. But most importantly, we're gonna connect the community with those solutions and those resources because all the time we tell folks how to do this stuff go do it go do it go do it yeah but we don't ever connect them with anything well now we've connected them with the answer and the resource that's already doing it so all they have to do anytime there's an issue or problem go there yeah so that's that's what it is trying to make sure folks really help because well that's the human thing to do creative tip what is a creative tips or tips that you can provide our audience <laughs> from the creator <laughs> um, I was struggling with this question but um, um, I'm a teacher so I'm gonna go with like when I think of the kids like nowadays you know they got to learn the 21st century skills and one of those is being creative because yeah. you know their jobs can most of their jobs can be taken by a computer nowadays or, mm -hmm. or coming up soon so um, teaching creativity I learned about scamper have you heard of that? No. It's an acronym for um, basically out of the box thinking. So oh, wow. S is substitute, C is uh, I'm getting nervous here. Combine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, A is um, adjust. Like so, it's basically you have an idea. Yeah. You know, you have an image or whatever topic, and then it, it's teaching you how to think of it in different ways to change it because everything's already been done, right? Everything is yeah. a remix. 
Yeah. So it's just teaching you those things that we might do in our head as a creative person, but you don't really think about how do I teach that to someone else? Oh, that's cool. That's cool technique. I, I've, that, I've never heard of that before. Scamper. All right. That is a good tip. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ramesses, you got eight? Um, oh. <laughs> uh, to my heart. To my heart. Um, to be honest with you, I, I, I want to share something that probably is a little different than, than most people might go and say creation. And I'd like to elicit to everyone listening, no matter what you're trying to create is the first new thing. It's been done. So don't get hung up on trying to make sure that it's the best new flashy thing. Because everything in existence that could be done has been done. Mm -hmm. So instead, take the time to focus on the thing that really matters. Your voice. And what you want to say. Because if you get lost in everything else while you're trying to create, there's two things that will always bring you back to center your voice and what you have to say that's my point those some awesome tips if you keep me on for another 20 i got like three four more and then uh, we're going to go into uh just some some words of wisdom um just something that may resonate with our audience uh, something that people may hear two weeks from now, three, three weeks from now, a month from now, uh, something that's going to resonate with people's hearts. Uh, what are those words of wisdom? It could be short and simple. I didn't, um, <laughs> I don't have any words of wisdom. I didn't think about this one. No. And I need time to think about things. So you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to you next time. All right. <laughs> uh, what words of wisdom in life or, or yep. what? It's all intertwined okay. anyway. Okay. So here, here's some words of wisdom. Um, from a geriatric old fogey <laughs> millennial who has experienced what many people would say is enough ill experiences for a number of folks. And it is find your happiness in yourself. And, and that may be the cheesiest thing and you might actually hear it everywhere else, but find happiness in yourself because in your life, there is only one person, one, that you actually have to live with. And there's only one person that is actually truly going to judge you when you look in the mirror that knows what you've been through. So take out everybody else's voice. Stop worrying what other people have to say. If they're not there for the betterment of your life, just focus on you. Yep. Because those people that will be there for you will come because they will see your spirit. Yep. That's a good one. That's great. I agree. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> How everybody back, man, look. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um, well, and then how can you know what? How can people uh, reach out to Free Thought Revolution? Maybe they're maybe they're they're sort of lost in their voice, and maybe they're like, "Hey, I got I need to, you know, there, there's things that I want to put out in this world. How do I get in touch with with Free Thought Revolution? What's the easiest way? Free Thought Rev at gmail.com 
or um, because Revolution was taken already. And, um, <laughs> By the way, yo, hey, <laughs> if y'all know who has freethoughtrevolution at gmail.com, <laughs> let them know we need our digs back. <laughs> um, or if they go to the website, freethoughtrevolution.com, then, you know, there's the links for the email and the Instagram and all that. But most of our stuff is just freethoughtrevolution, whatever, at Instagram. I mean, that's the main one we do, okay. but um, we don't like doing it. And we're not very good at it yet. <laughs> to, um, to add to what she's saying, uh, I'd like to just make sure that if you want to reach out, you don't have to reach out because you want to be a guest. You can reach out because you have some art that you want to submit that is just a powerful message. Mm. You can reach out because you have a piece of poetry you want read, a piece of poetry you want read. You can reach out for music that you want on there. We are simply a soapbox and a mic to start a conversation to make sure that everybody is humanized. And we can't do it alone. So if you're reaching out to try to submit, you can reach out for that. If you do want to be on, you can reach out for that. If you just want to talk, honestly, reach out. Because I know that sometimes the avenues that we try to find to reach out aren't always there. Mm -hmm. And if I can be an ear, I'll be an ear. So please, just reach out if you need. We'll try to get you connected to uh, what you need and holler at your boy, you know, we gangsters. We're doing all <laughs> kinds of things up in y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, this has been a, uh, a very uh, enlightening episode of, uh, of the uh, of the brew. Uh, like I said, honestly, I could go another another 45 minutes to an hour on, on some topics uh we may leave that for a future episode uh but it's always it's always good to have uh warm spirits like like Ramesses and I said and um what was what's the little one's name Tarette 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 so <laughs> did that sound like a, an invite a future invite that sounded like a future yeah invite I was, always bring on I always bring I always bring back my past guests oh always oh well now we're not special again see you know well, what I'm done with this we <laughs> You're, you're sort of you're special in your own way. <laughs> <You're> very, <laughs> very. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, you know this has been a, a great episode uh, with Free Thought Revolution. Uh, they've got, like I said, we've got the charity event on October 9th uh, at the Hill Street Co uh, Country Club. Please come out if you're in the area. Please come come out, oh. support, share, um, like. You know, don't don't sit there and just just like it and don't do anything with it. Share it out, repost it. Um, everything everything matters. Everything helps. Um, so I, I think it's going to be an awesome event. Um, also, too, uh, before we sign off, I always give out little creator shout outs. Um, uh, if obviously, if you're in the area, you wasn't there yesterday. Uh, Dave Dorman, Stephen Jackson, Jesse Owens, who we talked about briefly, they all had a, a great uh, art event um, that they all have pieces of artwork that's available for purchase. So if you're interested, I'll put their information. Um, in the show notes for anyone that's want, wanting to contact uh, contact them for any kind of artwork or, or uh, you know art exhibit or gallery um, you know inquiries uh, I know my, my buddy Dave he actually has an art rep now so you're gonna have to contact his uh, representative uh, for that uh, but I always want to give a, a quick shout out to some of my, my creators yeah can we say one more thing um, yes, is that we're gonna have our event on zoom too since we know a lot of people can't make oh. it or because of COVID that's great so um, there's gonna be uh, if you go to the website you can also buy a ticket for the zoom okay good deal yeah that's that that's great that's how you use technology right there that's that's good 
Um, but uh, other, other than that, um, and I plan on bringing these two back on. Uh, Asset's got, she's got to work on her, um, <laughs> on her podcasting skills because she's nervous. And, <laughs> and Ramis is, I, I, I have to give him another hour to, to, to talk because <laughs> one hour is not enough. <laughs> but uh, hey, this has been another great episode. And also shout out to, to the Kobo Pod. Shout out to actually to my buddy, um, Peyton. Uh, I always mess with them. That's a photographer. Got some great photos. Um, if you get a chance, book them for your next. Uh, uh, if you're needing some photography, uh, videography, um, he he is awesome in what he does. Um, so I want to give a, a quick shout out to, uh, to him and, and you know just helping uh, to promote him too. But uh, other than that, this has been me, Ramesses, uh, Aset, and I keep. That's a powerful name. And this has been the Creative Brew. So once again, be creative, stay inspired.